Entertainment podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. Yes, up entertainment podcast. It is your boy Juggernaut of Souls. And of course, y'all know I'm always with the bros, Retro CG and Jack of Jordans. What's good, bros? Yo, what's up with you? It's nice to have you back on the show again, bro. We man, y'all already know it's busy. It, it's busy season, mandatory, essential. But um, before we get started, um, you know, we lost another black legend. So you know, indeed, before we start our show, we should pay our respects and give uh, a moment of silence to Chadwick Boseman, aka the Black Panther. I mean, he has a plethora of it, of movies. That I mean, everybody should have been a watch by now. Twenty One Bridges, Five Bloods, uh, Message of the Message of the King, the whole now. So, incredible actor. I think we. He was an very incredible, incredible, actor. very incredible. So I think we should give a moment of silence to Chadwick Boseman. You know. All right, so tonight we're talking about we're a little behind, but tonight we're talking about P Valley, episode five, Belly. Yes, indeed. So the episode starts off. Um, it's it's still the night of Mercedes' last dance, so it's it's pretty much the end of the night. So you know, you see the um, you see the um, um the tail end of Mississippi's dance, you know, she's dancing to a little murder song falling, you know, clubs going up, everybody throwing money up and um, we shoot to the bar and there's this lady um, that's pretty much buying out the bar, you know, she's celebrating her divorce party and um, she's turned, you know, she's pretty much buying out the bar, you know, she's getting ready to turn up in a club. We later on find out her name is Lauren, um, by the way, but anyway, Lauren is, you know, balling. And so you see Gidget in um, Mississippi, you know, they're in VIP with her, you know, they're giving her um, a lap dance or whatever, and she's kind of enjoying her night or whatever. And then she just has this moment where she kind of breaks down and she starts crying and talking about her divorce and all that. And Mississippi tries to give her advice that, you know, there's life after divorce and, you know, pick up and move on. And, you know, Gidget's kind of looking at her like, well, you need to follow your own advice. So. Thanks. Thanks. So I guess what we're seeing here is uh, Mississippi is kind of graduating now. She's becoming the new mother of the club. You know, she's becoming the new boss of the club, you know, kind of taking that role of Mercedes. Sidebar, though, but they did rob her, though, because she kind of got drunk to pass <laughs> out in VIP. And, yeah. and Mississippi like, let's get this bag, yo. They got her for a buddy. Right. <laughs> they robbed her. They did cash. Ca- they took all her bread, bro. They took all. I mean, bread. it was on the flow for it was all it uh, was a lot of it on the flow, and I mean, you know, they had to get that off the flow, and she left a bag there. Hey, you know, ain't no system that good money go to waste, right? Right, she blew a bag at the strip club. Who knows, you know? So we did switch to um, and God, I hate Paris and Crystal are not on this episode with us. But um, where they off night. Shout out tonight. to Really B T V in Paris, the boss. Um anyway, we switched to Uncle Clifford. He's in his office. You know, him and Lil Murder just, you know, they had a moment. They did their thing. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Lil Murder 
and Uncle Clifford had a moment. There you go. Yeah. They had a moment. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, um, I guess what we're seeing with Uncle Clifford is that I guess he's not comfortable in his own skin. I, I guess that kind of best describes him why he likes to dress as a woman. You know, he's kind of like just looking in the mirror, you know, um, thinking about the whole situation. And then he hears uh, Lauren, um, you know, drunk, singing in the club, whatever. So, you know, he puts his wig back on. He goes out, you know, pretty much to escort her out the club. And she's like, Still drunk as fuck, so I don't know how long she's been asleep at this point. I'm just trying to figure out how everybody has vacated the club. The club is <laughs> is closed for the night, and they left her ass laying there on the stage. And they left her ass in that sleep. <laughs> That's throwing it all right. That shit is crazy. Good time. That one was that one was beyond me, but I guess she was turned up and all right, and they was like, shit. Why bother? Her? Why bother? Right? They don't took all her bag and everything. Uh, she wake the fuck up when she wake up, right? <laughs> so then we see the rest of the club you know everybody that work at the club they're pretty much outside the club and there's a foreclosure notice on the uh, door and so everybody's kind of looking at the uh, foreclosure notice you know and kind of talking about that you know what's getting ready to happen to the pink and you know and then um, Mississippi looks at her phone and you know she's all about Instagram she's all about social media so she's like the social media social media whore she's not a social media whore don't get me started alright <laughs> Hey, she, they're about to go real left the, with you, doing, DJ. They're about to go real left with you. Don't go there. She doing it for the. She doing it for the likes. She doing it for the gram. Right. Oh man! But anyway, yeah, you know, she's she celebrating the, the fact gram. that you know she's picking up new followers. You know, there's videos of her posting of her doing her dance. You know, so, so she's happy as hell. She did that shit. She no, did. I ain't gonna stop. She did that shit, yo. Word. So then you see Uncle Clifford is kind of escorting uh, Lauren out. You know, he put her ass on the bottom there. You know, I'm trying to figure out this lady's drunk as fuck. And y'all just gonna let her drive home? <laughs> you know, call an Uber for her or a cab or something? Y'all just gonna let yeah, her? Give a fuck. They just wanted the hell. They just wanted the hell up out of there. <laughs> so Uncle Clifford is trying to figure out why everybody's standing around looking all you know sad or whatever. So he thinks something has happened to Mercedes. He thinks that Mercedes is um, dead or had. You know, because she didn't show up for her last dance. At this point, nobody knows where she's at. So, you know, he's thinking something's happened to Mercedes. And then they pretty much show him the foreclosure notice. He faints. And, um, you know, they're kind of talking about that. So what y'all think? What y'all think going to happen to the pink? Y'all think it's going to go up for foreclosure? Oh, man. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking, no. I don't think it's going to go up for foreclosure. And if it does... There's going to be some kind of sideways plan that's going to take place, you know, and if it does go in foreclosure, you you constantly hearing throughout the episode that they're um talking about auction, 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 auction. So I think if it does go into foreclosure, somebody whose heart is into the pink and mm-hmm. really care about the pink it's going to probably end up grabbing it. You know what I'm saying? Is what I can I can almost feel to get a vibe for. Okay, I got a theory for that, but I'll say it for later on in the episode. So, DJ, okay. what's your thoughts? You think the paint, you think we're going to lose the paint? Um, I think we're going to lose the original building. I don't, I don't know if we're going to necessarily uh, I don't know if they're going to necessarily, you know, lose it as a, as a you know, but I think they're going to lose and, you know, they probably upgrade. It's not going to upgrade. Okay, that's a theory. All right. <clears throat> so then we switch to um, Autumn Knight, aka Haley, aka Pussy Fairy, is at the Telex. <laughs> <laughs> at the Telex yeah, counter trying Haley. to finesse man, some more Lee money. Haley Watch him out, man. <laughs> Watch him out. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> Lee Haley alone, man. Haley cool. Man. So, shout out. To- Shout out to Autumn Knight, <laughs> a.k.a. Haley, whoever she wants to call A.k.a. Pussy Fair, um, is at the Telex <laughs> uh, counter. You know, she tried to finesse some more money because uh, what she's been doing is she's been um, wiring money from some unknown account to herself, and she's been going to pick up these transfers. Well, the uh, the lady at the uh, check cashing place is basically telling her, look, you've done 10 transfers. You had your max. You can't get no more transfers. So she's trying to argue and plead with the lady and try to let her get another transfer. And then you see Lauren getting ready to drive into the building. So all the more reason why uh-huh. they shouldn't let her ass left the club. But Right, because that was indeed Lauren in that car that almost crashed that shit. Yeah, she crashed that shit into the building. 
So at this point, you see, uh, we switch to the jail. Uh, you see Mercedes is being brought in and she's being booked at this point. And uh, right behind her is Lauren. So she's been arrested for her DUI. <laughs> she got a DUI. <laughs> uh, and we meet Jesse. So of course. If, if y'all don't remember Jesse, Jesse was the uh, guy at the beginning of episode one that was in VIP that was trying to fill up Mercedes. And Diamond put his ass on about the club. So we later find out not we now find out that he works at the jail. He's like one of the uh I guess he's a sheriff or something. I don't know. Shit, to sum it up, he a cop. Yeah. And he was in a in a strip club trying to fill up a woman that didn't want to be touched. <laughs> Twelve. Make that make that shit make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she did take his wallet. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she used it in almost, the church. She took his she wallet. Put those, uh, almost ties it off almost cut that man almost cut that man cut that man uh-huh. ass up with that bob. <laughs> yeah. So uh basically uh yeah. Jesse is just um uh, Mercedes is trying to get Jesse to let her get a phone call. He's like, pay phone is broke. And she's like, well, I can't be hemmed up in here all weekend or whatever. And he's like, you should have thought about that before you beat your mama ass. And she's like, you don't right. know Patrice Woodbine. She stole from me. He was like, oh, Pluckett and Finesse must be in the family because I ain't got my wallet back yet. And that's when she puts two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> that's when she put two and two together. Like, oh, shit, this Jesse. Yeah, Jesse got your ass hemmed up. So he's escorting her back to the jail. And, you know, apparently uh, some of the cells are damaged out. You know, one of the toilets broken in one and the door doesn't lock on another one. So they pretty much got the male and female pretty much in the same um, area. So you got the women in one cell across from the men and the men are going up when they see uh, Mercedes come in, being brought in pretty much with no clothes on damn near. And so when we get to the cell, we see her mama's already been brought in and they uh-huh. go at it again. And so she pretty much jumps on her mama again. And I mean, I know everybody says it's wrong for you to jump on your mom, but you know, after what Patrice did to her, I mean, yeah, she had to ask who can come. I ain't gonna she lie, her mama had that ass whooping coming. The Lord you know, told me and, to steal from you. Right. I mean, I'm gonna I'm put it this way. You can't use theft and say it was a spiritual sign from God. Right. Oh, I had an angel wing <laughs> fall on my eyelash and I had to from do it. Child. You can't use the Lord's name Listen, to, to validate to kind of piggyback off on, the, To kind of piggyback off the last uh, episode. She, you know, she deserved an ass whooping. You know, she deserves, you know, several ass whoopers. She should have popped a little So we see there's another older lady. In that bitch. We see there's an older lady in the jail cell with them. And she was like, That's your mama. You can't jump on your mama yeah, like that. And, you know, they kind of have a little banter off. back and forth or whatever the case may be. But, you know, Mercedes is still upset, mad, hurt, you know, because her mom at this point has stolen her dream. So I mean, there's just no justification for that. It's going back to what you said. You can't you can't use the Lord to justify your wrongdoing because I mean you've done wrong by your own child at this point. So you know she ain't shit. Right. Stole not stole only that, but out from a life that you that crucify her. her for. I that mean, remember that episode she showed up at the club. She didn't know. She yeah, no remember the episode she showed up at the club you know, and she was like stripping his blasphemies and oh, what have I done for the Lord to give me a home? But then you take her money, so you sit exactly, here condemning her for exactly. dancing for the money that you stole from her. But that's why I applaud Mercedes and what she's. I applaud Mercedes for what she said to her. She said, you know, this blasphemous thing that talking about basically to sum it up, like you talking about me, but you still taking my money from this from this place. Right. You still taking my money. You still taking right. my money though and, and putting um, it in the church. So we did see uh, this guy at the police station but it's, it's, it's that so tried to uh, so follow missing really person's wrong? report for his wife that went missing. Um, so we find out that we find out later on in the episode, it's Haley's old man, uh, Montavious, who said that he's been searching for his wife since the night of the um, tornado or hurricane or whatever the case may be. And he pretty much convinces the sheriff to um, put a missing person's uh, report up. You know, you see him with some fake tears on and all this bullshit. My question is, how do you think he how do you think he ended up in Chuckalisa? I think it's because of the money, you know, because that's where all the transfers are going. 
pussy. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it's because of the transactions. Watching the transaction, it looked like he was. Yeah. Uh, I might be. Yeah, he was watching the transactions. You know, and he, he probably was watching. Was like, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is where this you only going up for her because she likes being like you. I mean, that's colorism, DJ. That's colorism, DJ. DJ, that's colorism. <laughs> that's you only, a, you're <laughs> only going for her because she's light skin. Tell the truth. No, man. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Haley Q, man, like she's that. a looker. So then you see like Uncle Clifford bust up in there, because uh, he's upset at this point. He busts up in there with the uh, foreclosure <laughs> notice because he's been paying the sheriff off. So apparently he's been paying the sheriff off for protection, you know, for him not to enforce mm-hmm. the the no to killing titties um, ordinance that the mayor put in place and to pretty much to keep the pink out of, you know, law enforcement's eye, you know. So he's been pretty much paying off the the sheriff, so he's busting. So he's trying to figure out, like, yo, what the fuck is this all about? You know, I ain't even get a heads up on this this notice or whatever. And right, the keep out of process, my, my deputies right. put this up. You know, I ain't had nothing to do with this. And so um, they go back to his office, and you know, they kind of have a back and forth about the mayor and how they don't agree with what he's trying to do. To fo- basically, he's trying to force uh, Uncle Clifford out of his business because they need to acquire that property for the the casino. So mm-hmm. in the conversation, um, we find out, well, Uncle Clifford finds out that Mercedes has been booked. And he was like, yo, let me go see her. And so he takes Uncle Clifford back to the jail. He lets Uncle Clifford go back there and see Mercedes. And uh, you you can kind of see a moment of fear in Mercedes a little bit, you know, when the guys were like jacking off to her. And, you know, she was trying to beg for a phone call. You, you kind of saw her... Um, a softer side of her because you know up until this point you know Mercedes has been kind of boss bitch you know kind of see her you know you kind of see her in a vulnerable state right mm-hmm. now I mean I guess anyone would be that you know has been locked up and then right. locked up with your mama and after what has happened I, I, I guess she's okay. a, she's emotional at this point so she sees Uncle Clifford you know they kind of have a conversation and you know but the crazy part about it is you can tell how passionate she is about what she do because in all of us going on with you, you you have the nerve to be concerned about Mississippi going on for you. <laughs> like that should be the least of your worries right now. Like you should be concerned about Mississippi going on for you. <laughs> let, let me let me comment on that real quick because I have some concerns about that. I'm like, okay, first of all, this will be your last test anyway, and I get the fact that you weren't able to to put on for that, but it's kind of like one of the things like. Wouldn't you be happy? Like, shouldn't she should be happy that Mississippi is putting this is putting in a position to shine? I don't think that is. Not, she's this not is happy. Me. I think that she she's she's disappointed that she missed her opportunity. She should. She you should know, she be. Missed but her she opportunity for her last shine because up until this point, you know, she had been promoting this was her last dance. You know, she was. She you know she had a nice. She you know she had the nice floss on and everything. So you know she was ready to do her thing. Um, Mississippi is part of their little group, you know, their little Trinity group of theirs. So, you know, I would think that she would have been happy to see that one of her girls stepped up to the plate. But yeah, she was you right. know, I think at this point she feels like she's lost it all. You know, she's lost her, she's lost her opportunity to get out of um, um, stripping, right. to do the club, um, to do the dance gym, and now she's um, pretty much lost her spot at the club. So, I think a lot of that is just, you know, I don't have shit now. That she's probably feeling, and so Uncle Clifford yeah. and the mama pretty much have some uh, back and forth, right? You know, and Uncle Clifford pretty much tells her that you know I'm gonna put some stacks on your uh, bail, get you up out of here. And Mercedes tells him no, you know, keep your money because you need every dime you can get to save the pink right now. So I, I thought that was very admirable of her that you know uh, she sacrificed her own freedom right. for him to keep his money to try to do what he needs to do to. Um, get out of the debt that he in. And then, so after Uncle Clifford leaves, you know, he pretty much tells her to be strong, that, you know, he'll deal with Patrice, you know, don't worry about that. And then Patrice and her have some back and forth about Uncle Clifford, you know, and, you know, she's pretty much telling her mama that, you know, Uncle Clifford's done more for me than you ever have, you know, kind of giving us more of a backstory about how horrible of a mom she's been. And then we learn that you know Patrice had bills and shit in uh, Mercedes' name, you know, when she was a child. 
and that her number one goal for to stop stripping and to do the gym was to get her daughter back, which is Terrica. Right. And her mom pretty much tells her to leave her where she's at. Like, so, you know, her mom doesn't encourage what she's trying to do at all. You know, she's pretty much. Right. Yeah, she's not She's not trying to motivate her, support her in any way, shape, form, fashion. You Don't know, encourage so none of her fucking real. progress. That's probably, that's probably why Mercedes cut like that. She an eight shit mom. I was just going to say she ain't... It, I was gonna say, so did we, we switch to can we, um, can we put a stamp get, on get that she's home shit mom? And, uh, we saw that she had got the oxy from Duffy um, the last episode. So we see her, you know, crushing up the pills and she's putting it into like a smoothie. So we assume that she's making the smoothie for her mom because her mom hollering for it, you know. Um, and then Mercedes calls, you know, ask her, you know, to come get me, mm-hmm. bail me out. And then that's when Gidget pretty much tells her, like, you all over the news for fighting your mom. And, um, they have a um they have a real good conversation because even though Gidge is upset with her right now, you know, Gidget still showed up for her to, you know, she pretty much told Mercedes, I'll see what I can do. You know, we find out her bail is 2K, two stacks. So, you know, she's going to get the girls together to try to get um Mercedes out. And then you see Jesse, even though, you know, um Mercedes has stolen his wallet and everything, you know, you saw him do a very chivalrous thing, you know, be a gentleman and give her Gave the jacket to her so she'd cover up. So I, I thought that was real cool because I thought at first he was trying to get some ass. Mm-hmm. But he gave he the jacket, yeah. The jacket. So I thought that was real um good of him to do that, even though she had no stolen wallet and shit. Um and so then we switched back to the jail. You know, there's just a whole bunch of conversation between Patrice and the other women that are locked up. And you know, there's there Patrice is trying to justify her wrongdoing with the Lord and her motives for the church and all that. But, you know, Mercedes ain't falling for none of that. She ain't going for none of that. She's pretty much, like, done with her. Yeah, that shit gonna forever have me looking at Patrice like, you ain't shit forever, because I just don't, you know what I'm saying? I just don't, that one wasn't cool, man. You stole your child's stuff when you knew having this money and what the purpose of our money was. It wasn't like you took, I mean, it's still, it would still be wrong. Don't get me wrong. But it ain't like your daughter was taking his money, had this money stacked up and was just saying like, oh, when I get ready to blow a bag. And at the same time, you know, she still supported this, you by letting this. you borrow your daughter had a dream of, to accomplish your of, of goal. starting so, you a know, dance it was, school. It was two, it was, two, it was a two-fold thing because she was trying to get the, the church building fund. She was trying to get a loan from the bank. Exactly. You got what you wanted you out of it from holding steal. on to her money. So, you know, give her back her money at this point. You know, she, she did. She she held up her end of the deal, basically. So then the... Um, right. And her dream. Um, so then the scene switched to all the girls stole, outside right, the building on Bond's place. You know, get his rounded up all the girls the club. So you see Jupiter, Yoli, and uh, Mississippi and her, they all outside the bail bonds place. And then you see Autumn show up. And so, um, you know, the bail bonds, man, he's some old sleazy uh, trailer park trash type dude that pretty much informed them then yeah, that she had other charges stacked on her. And uh, the bail's now $5,000 instead of two. And the girls was like, yo, we out, we out. You know, Gigi's still trying to beg and plead for everybody to try to scrape up the money to get Mercedes out. And the girls pretty much tell her, look, the pink's getting rid of clothes. It's the first of the month. We ain't got the money. So, you know, they all leave, including Mississippi, you know. And Gigi is just kind of left there um, trying to figure out, you know, how, how I'm going to get my girl up out of here. And so Autumn kind of sits down. They have a cigarette and they have a conversation. And she asked Autumn, you know, what would you do if someone took all your stacks? And she was like, kill them. So we're, we're still seeing this, this, her stories unfolding, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's more to Autumn than what meets the eye. So we try to figure out, you know, what's that all about? Right. Autumn. This one gonna be a tough cookie to crack. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think we can pretty much sum it up. You know, she stand obviously she stand this 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 beat ass location 
probably to keep from putting her name on anything. It's likely she, whoever the landlord is or whoever, she just gave them a couple of dollars and said, I'll take it because. But, yeah, she's trying to fly the radar. She's I mean, trying to she blend in with the towel. All the money she's still she's trying to blend she in with the people anywhere. of the towel, you know, so she's not out here flossing. You know what I'm saying? So you know, for her she's not out here on the flakes. You know, she's just, she's driving a hoopty, you know, and she's stacking up this money. It sure is, B, too. But what I'm trying to figure so out a, is you, uh, you wrong, we talked about this the last episode. DJ, I don't know. No, I think it's just uh, I don't know. Me and Crystal are kind of torn with why did she open the bank account in Lakeisha Savage name? You know, you, you're you're assuming someone else's identity. I I can understand you assuming her identity to get the money, but after she got the money, she went to the bank and opened up a bank account and deposited twenty eight thousand in that bank account. But the rest of the money, she's just kind of keeping on hand. So, what what is the motive behind that? Yeah, it's layers. It's layers to it's layers to how she moves. I think like she's buying layers on the low. I agree. Each episode, each episode, we just pulling off another layer. She's weaving an intricate plot because I think that twenty eight thousand dollars is a specific purpose for why she wanted that bank account open with that dollar amount in it. Because all the rest of the money you see, she's stacking it up. You know, like she's keeping it in the refrigerator at her mm-hmm. apartment. You know, she's starting to stash it in the club, at the uh, strip club. So I could see if she was depositing all the money into her bank account, but it's just that portion of it she wanted it deposited into her bank account. So then we switch back to the jail, which I ain't going to spend too much time on it. You know, Patrice yeah. is trying to get all the uh, ladies in the jail on her side. And we finally see that Mercedes tells her that, yo, you're dead to me at this point. So then she makes bail. And so we see her walking out of the jail, and who's out there that's bailed her out? Autumn. So for that, DJ, oh, yeah. I'll give you a girl. Uh, Mercedes, yeah. You know, she did the right thing. Autumn got she did the right thing. She went and got her out of jail. Mercedes got and, bailed out. Um, you know, they kind of have yeah. a moment, and Mercedes breaks down when she gets in the car. And up until this point, they've had a very uh, passive, aggressive relationship. You know, they weren't seen it for well. I wasn't going to say that uh, Autumn wasn't seen it for Mercedes, but it was more so Mercedes wasn't seen it for Autumn. You know, she was very confrontational with Autumn since she's been there at the club. So for her to go out her way to get her when the other girls didn't, uh, that mm-hmm. spoke a lot to her character. So even though I, I give DJ a hard time about Autumn, Autumn is really, really good people. Because, I mean, she didn't have to do that. And so um, Mercedes um, breaks down in the car. And Autumn asks her, you know, where you want to go? She's like, anywhere but here. So Autumn takes her back to her place. And, you know, and they're outside, like, on the balcony. And they're kind of, like, having a conversation. And they're talking and whatever the case may be. Then the the scene switches to the barbershop. So you see old shady-ass Mayor Ruffin is getting, well, no, Andre is getting his hair cut, his godson. And then Mayor Ruffin is there at the barbershop, this pack, you know. They're getting ready to go to some kind of event or whatever. And who busts up in there? Uncle Clifford. And Uncle Clifford just ain't got no shame. It's a barbershop full of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> full of niggas. <laughs> and he come up in there with heels on and a blonde wig. I'm like, oh, my God. You finna get fucked up in this barbershop, Uncle Clifford. But he came, he came up in there and sat down with Mayor Ruffin and pretty much, you know, uh, showed his hand. You know, I know you try to run me out of business, you know, this foreclosure notice. And then, you know, Uncle Clifford lets Mayor Ruffin know that, you know, I'm on to what y'all doing with this promised land stuff. So he pulls out some of the paperwork that he got from Autumn that she stole from Andre and pretty much shows him that, you know, I'm finna let the town people know what y'all are really up to or whatever the case may be. So uh, Mayor Ruffin is mad as fuck at Andre um, about the whole situation. So what do you think about that? To me, I still feel like there's some type of history between... Um, Uncle Clifford and the mayor, and it is it's history prior to him becoming the mayor. You know, I don't know. Shit, if, could it be? Could it be? Could it be? He was on some shit like Little Murder was. I don't think it's that. I I, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I think you that it kind of goes back to with Corbin. I think that you know they grew up there in that town. You know, right. so I, at some point I think they all went to school together or whatever. Uh, because even at the car wash, you seen there was some back and forth where he was like, you might be the mayor of Chuckalisa, 
but I'm the mayor of Pussy Valley. So I think there's some type of history between them where there's a competition between Mayor Ruffin and getting the best of Clifford and Clifford trying to get the best of the mayor. There's bad blood between them. They don't seem like they have a um, a past relationship that was, you know, positive. Right. But it almost seemed like she, you know, it almost seemed like Uncle Cliff is kind of like, Asking for right, I, I don't want to say asking for a favor to you know to keep the pink open. Appeal. To I don't want to say asking for a favor, but it just seemed like she's she's trying to, you know what well, we got right. We got a history, so why don't you just right? You, know, you this can is still another get what you want out of it, but leave my business out of it. Open. But to me, it doesn't even seem like a Clifford is opposed to letting the pink go. Uh-huh. He just want to get paid. He just want to get paid for it because I mean we we later on find out that he was like yo I want a deal just like how they offering everybody else deals right so right right it's, it's not so much that he wants to save the club because it's like DJ said right. earlier he can go open up another club somewhere else I mean hell if I got six million dollars I go open me a new business up too so I go open me with some shit wherever I want to open it at I got right. sixty million but I'm not finna let y'all just take my shit and I'm already struggling to keep right. my shit as it is because prior to this whole casino deal he's in debt. He's fifty five k behind in in payments on right. um, loans for the club, so he's already fighting to try to save his business. And so now I'm not gonna checks. let you just take my shit. <laughs> so um, you see, uh, Ella Reese and um, Andre and Mayor Ruffin they're leaving the barbershop, you know, uh, and um, Mayor Ruffin is pretty much cursing out Andre and you know, telling him he he don't fucked up this whole deal by fucking around in the pink. And um, you know, Andre is just kind of sitting there taking it. You know, he not he not really tipping his hand, which I, I I thought it was real good of him not to throw Autumn under the bus because he pretty much said that he probably left the paperwork laying around in the club, but he didn't tell what how they really got the paperwork was that you know I got duped by a stripper and she stole it from me. So I, I thought it was very okay. That's what it is. And he was embarrassed. And then he was fucking married yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's what that is. Okay. All right. You know what I'm sense. saying? So I agree with I agree yeah. with D with what DJ said because if how can you you be a businessman and then you go and be like, man, yeah, uh, I had the stripper in my um, room and you know I gave her access to my laptop to turn some porn on and she stole all this information. Yeah, I thought I was about to get me a little nip nip, you know, and it ain't work out. She <laughs> either my information. I so thought she was going to porn up. I, I didn't know. My bad. So then you see them back at the club again. They play a little murder song again. Little murder is throwing all these bands up. You know, he's 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 lit now, and you kind of see uh, Mississippi is kind of coming into her own again, and it's really interesting how uh, she blocks out everything and how she sees things through her eyes. And she's right. Um, it's like she sees the world as likes and um emojis, and you know, it, it's just, it's really interesting how she views um the rest of the world when she's performing. But I got a question: Where is Lil Murder getting all this money from? Lil Murder sell weed. He the weed man. I thought he was because he's a starving artist. He acts like a starving artist. Yeah, but, you know, he, he got. Yeah, he got I know he's money. weed man. Yeah, yeah, he 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 a weed man. He got a, he got a couple he got a couple of dollars. He ain't got the the money like he uh, like he pretended to have when he first came in. When we first, when so we, we first see Big L and Clifford in the office, um, going over the books, and um, Big L just pretty much tell him like, "Yo, look, I already been robbing Peter to pay Paul." So Big L pretty much is the money man. He you know keeps the books at the club and you know keeps an eye on the money and all that, pays the bills and whatever. And so you see a little murder at the back door, you know, trying to get in. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, how does nigga know how to get back here?" And right. So, <laughs> like, hey, it's time for you to go to break. <laughs> He's like, "Nigga, I ain't had a break in years." But they have a conversation, you know. Little murder is um, trying to yeah, get right. Uncle Clifford to go out with him. And Uncle Clifford, like, where are you gonna take me? Like, you know, 
we we live in a town that this shit ain't accepted. You know, everybody else who's um, you know, been out in public and publicly showing their relationship, whether it's been male or female, have had some type of have been a target for hate crimes or, you know, uh animosity from people in the town, you know, you know, they fucking up people that are, you know, same gender out in public. So he's like, where the hell are you gonna take somebody like me? So like he was basically Uncle Cliff is basically trying to tell Lil Murder go on about your business. Like, you know we can't be together. And so why are you even trying to push this narrative? Because this ain't gonna happen. And so once again, they have a little moment and um Mississippi goes outside to pick up her baby. And um uh, from the beat ass baby daddy. And this when we find the fuck out, yo, that her baby daddy is a white boy. <laughs> A little dorky ass little white boy. You mean tell me you this what you let whoop your ass? I mean, Yo, I was bugging <laughs> black or white still. I mean, and you know, you see diving in the cut. You see diving back there in the cut, diving in the cut, waiting for some shit to pop off. So he can lay hands on them because everybody he lay hands on them so bad. When he she walked to when she came to the club for her rehearsal, she came to the club, she had a black eye. And he was like, she was like, Oh yeah, I hit him too. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers looking like, uh, yeah, okay, so we ain't buying that shit. But yeah, but, most definitely. But just like any man probably would, who's in a relationship right. with a stripper, would probably have an issue with his old lady dancing at a club. Because he pretty much, did, we, we get a little backstory where he probably ha- does have an uh, issue with her dancing at a club, and that's probably what the subject of a lot of her abuse is over, is his club. Because he asked her you're like, you know, why you came out dressed like that? She was like, oh, I just ran out to get Regal real quick. And then he was like, well, who keeps the baby while you dancing? And she was like, everybody. And so, you know, he's like, you don't have to work here. You know, I got the job back. I got my job back at the shop or something. I don't know if he works at a garage or something. He's like, I got my job back. You know, you don't have to work here. And she was like, no, I'm good or whatever. And so you kind of see Diamond, like I said, off in the cut, you know, is kind of watching this this relationship. And he was like, I wish this motherfucker would. <laughs> I wish this motherfucker would. Like, do it while I'm standing here, please. Please. <laughs> please. That's all I want you to do. And so when Mississippi goes back in with the baby, you know, she was going to Uncle Clifford to take the baby to Uncle Clifford to see if he would watch the baby while she finished dancing or whatever. And that's when she kind of uh, sees a moment between Lil Murder and Uncle Clifford. And they hear the baby outside the office crying. So, you know, Lil Murder, Lil Murder don't really get spooked about too much. He was like, Uncle Clifford's like, I go talk to her, I go talk to her. He's like, nah, let me handle her. And so... Um, uh, what do y'all think, Uncle Clifford? What do you think a little murder is doing with Uncle Clifford? Do you think he's finessing Uncle Clifford just to kind of get his music played at the club? I mean, what, what I do don't you- know, I don't know, and I think the man low key undercover. I don't think so. You, I think I you think, ain't going, you ain't going that damn far to finesse. No I don't damn body. Yeah, he's definitely, you know what I'm saying, unless no reason at all, but you know, I'm just saying. It ain't for no major money. It ain't for like no major rap, no major deal, no major contract. And even if it did, your manhood on the line, bro. That's what you really want to go out as. I think that's what he's into. I mean, you know, that's your thing. That you know, that's your thing. And he definitely want to keep it a right. secret because it'll hurt his image as this, you know, as a gangster rapper. So it is, you know. So he he he's definitely into you know that type of thing. That's his, you know, that's his thing. You know, to each their own. Um, um, going back to Mississippi. Um, I think we talked about it in the last episode. You know, we talked about you know the different generations. How you could tell the her. How you could tell the Mercedes generations from Mississippi generations. Because we was talking about the uh, you you said something about the likes that she was seeing, which is. Interesting because that's not like the time that we live in. Even I joke and say she's a social media whore, but this is the time that we live in. You go on social media, literally go on social media, and you see like right. uh, they say Instagram model or you know strippers. This and a the career. Other, they get all these yeah, likes and they a career. those likes because you know back in the day, ventures. you know the discovery, the the, um, yeah. the discovery process is totally different now than what it was back in the day. So now, pretty much, if you have a following or um, a social media following, it is yeah, large enough. Right. You're you're instantly put on. So. 
I anything that anything that brand much, herself through social anything media. that goes viral. I, I mean, look at the dude Weblin the Great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Got That's him. what I'm saying. That's you what know I'm saying. what I'm saying, dude. Look like somebody hit him with a a, a, a piano in the face, but still, yeah. he he on everybody music videos, everything. YouTube, yep. Yeah. YouTube, right. Instagram. Yeah, so I think so. I, I under so I understand. I understand Mississippi's Using social media you know, to concept of the, right. the way to catapult her herself, right. you know, and how right. she's trying to build her brand. But what we don't know is what yeah. her end game is. We pretty much yeah. know what a little murder's end game is. He wants to be um, a well-known rapper. He, you know, he wants to be recognized as you know that dude. Uh, Mercedes wants mm-hmm. to be. You know, she wants her. Her dream is to have her gym. Mm-hmm. And her daughter in her life. We really don't know what um Autumn's end game is, Uncle Clifford's uh-huh. end game is. I just want to save my club. But you don't really understand what Mississippi's end game is because I mean you're growing a brand, yes, but what is that brand gonna turn into? You know, is this gonna lead to a modeling career for you? Uh I mean, right. I mean, at the end of the day, you're a stripper. <laughs> so, you know, what is this gonna lead lead to, you know? Um, so then right. we, we, we close out the episode with um, Mercedes and um, Autumn at her place. You know, they having a conversation. And I thought it was interesting that she brought her out a cup of red Kool-Aid because, you know, earlier um, that episode when she <laughs> dropped her off uh, from the car wash and Mercedes was trying to come inside, she wouldn't let her come inside. She was like, I don't drink no red Kool-Aid. So it was interesting. Yeah, to see she, she, told, she said. She say a bitch can't even get a cup of red drink. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was very interesting to see that she brought out a cup of yeah. red Kool-Aid. And so that's when they actually start bonding. They actually start bonding. And that's when we really find out what happened that night. Uh, Autumn was pretty much telling uh, Mercedes that her daughter is dead. And that she searched for her for three days and three nights. And that the night of the storm, basically what I'm putting together is the night of the storm, um, her and her old man got into it, and her old man beat her ass. And um, you see in the flashbacks, they were struggling over guns, so she shot him. And so you see her run into the car, there's blood on her shirt. And so she puts the baby in the car, so I, I don't know what happened where her and the child got separated. I'm assuming that she may have had an accident or something. I think she said the child came out. I think she said something happened with the car. She said the child came out the car seat, but and, how? The, and the car and the kid came ended up coming out the car. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, so I think that I think at some point she must have ran off the road. And, either and, ran and, off the a, road or ran into a um a body of know, water, a body of water on maybe the road or something, not seeing it, and ran into there. Maybe the water, you know. Took the you know the water the current of the water took the child took out the child. To, uh, right because that goes the, back to the, uh, tr- the when car. she was having that uh, panic attack when they were washing the car and she was in the escalator and couldn't get out right so that's what I was putting all that together too so okay we're on the same page with that then and so um she pretty much was telling her that you know you still have a chance with your child and um she takes her inside she goes to the refrigerator and she gives Mercedes a stack of money. And she was like, I can give you 10K by the end of the week. And um, Mercedes was like, what I got to do? And she was like, yo, uh, you know, I know that I can't be doing this, uh, you know, finessing. And she's like, no, nah, this ain't no finessing. This is legit. And so you see them at the, uh, I don't know where this place is at, where they're going to do the transfer at the little computer. Um, I don't know where they're at. It looks like a large amount of some shit they, they're mm-hmm. at. But anyway, you see them coming up with... Uh, the plan, um, you know, with a name. And then that's when she tells her that, you know, I can get Maine to get her some fake IDs. And she was like, how many you need? 10. So they getting ready to go um, get this money. And so now we getting ready to see the new new age 2020 version of Thelma and Louise. But the episode ends with uh, Montavious sitting there in his hotel room. That's right. Looking at the mm-hmm. transactions. So wh- so in the episode pretty much goes off. So what what are we thinking with Montavious? What what I'm thinking Montavious got fucked. I think they I think he beat on her. Yeah, I think, he probably beat on having, her. I think he beat on her. She ended up putting up a fight. I think there was a gun involved. He may end up getting shot in the process. She thinking she he dead because obviously she she's been calling like the FEMA number. To see if this man is, they found a body or anything like that, and nobody's 
coming up in that name or whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm assuming that was Montavious, and he ended up ultimately surviving. But I think personally, yeah, he was one of them cats. He was an abusive cat. Probably you know what I think he is? What? I'm going back and forth. I'm thinking that he's a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Just, just by the way he's dressed, I, I, I think that he was a pimp, and the fact that he is searching her down. Um, but I guess he's searching her down right now because she's still with money or whatever. But where's the money coming from? What, I mean, obviously, we're not talking about a little bit of money because, I mean, she. we know that over over 20000 she's transferred and, and way more than that. So, I mean, where, where, is this, where did he get this money from that she's stealing from? Shit, the streets. I don't think he's a drug dealer. He don't look like he's no drug dealer to me. No, nah, um, he's some kind of. He's some. He, he he's doing he's something doing illegal. Something he ain't got no fucking yeah, business. he's doing something. He ain't got no. I think that nigga. So is, you think that he's just uh, been uh, like uh, stealing credit cards and shit like that, like scammer. a scammer like that? He a Western Union scammer. Yeah, I think he's a scammer. Yeah, he a Western Union scammer. This is what I think. Bitcoin. This is what I think. I think that. I think that if you tie in, if you tie in, um, if you tie in what Autumn had said to Mississippi before, you know, um, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm speeding up. I don't, I don't think I'm speeding up. But when um, mm-hmm. Autumn had, you know, the burner or whatever, if she if she told Mississippi, you know, the the combination code, like you know, the combination code, I think that was probably like. A flashback of what happened to her. I think Autumn probably got the tired of it, ended up getting a burner or whatever. The dude uh, tried to take it. Because going back to that first night that she danced for Audrey at the club, and you know, when she was there ear hustling about the whole um, land deal, you know, she was trying to tell him what to do with his money if he took the kickback from Corby. So Mm. to me, I feel like her old man was in that life. Scheming money, setting up shell corporations in Delaware because they have uh, protections for shell corporations in Delaware. So I think what she has learned about moving money and how to handle money, she's learned from her old man and his finessing. Uh, so I agree with you uh, when y'all say that he's he's mm-hmm. a finesse he's a yeah. scammer. I think that what she's learned how to move money and stuff around has been through him. And, and obviously she's learned how to access that money. Mm-hmm. And, right, and she's transferring it out now to her. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I'm gonna close the episode out with my prediction. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have any predictions, but going back to saving the pink, um, I think that Autumn's end is going to end up buying it at the foreclosure. I think that. Oh yeah, I thought about that. She's going to end up buying it at the foreclosure. I can agree with that. I thought about that. If she, if if. Well, I can't I can't speak on that because we are not on episode seven. That's a good thing. We're late recording a podcast, but uh I think that she's gonna end up saving the pink. So I um I could agree with that. I never thought about that theory, but yeah, you know, because my theory originally, you know, from the beginning of this episode was that you know, it, it could be sold, but it could also be another pink. You know, it don't have to be the builder. The pink is just the the, the pink. The pink, not the builder. Is the, character. the the characters, not necessarily that builder. So that's you know that was my third. Yeah, that was that was. But my, actually, that was my the pink does have. You just said that. So once we do episode happen. six, I'll bring my thought up about that because after we. Oh yeah, it does have a significance. To yeah, it. It, yep, sure. It, does. it has a significance yep. to it. But it's either going to be Autumn, she's going to buy the building. I think I think it's going to come down to a bid war between. Because what I couldn't figure out is if Andre and the, his god daddy, the mayor, is pooling their money together to try to buy the club at the auction, or if they're all going to bid on it separately. But I, I feel like Autumn is going to be part of that. I think that she's going to step in just like she stepped in and got Mercedes' ass on the bottom of the jail that nobody thought she had money. I think that she's going to ultimately buy the pink mm-hmm. and give it to Uncle Clifford. I think that's going to be her gift to Uncle Clifford. So we'll see what happens. Any other project- predictions, fellas, besides the obvious? Uh, I think Montavia is going to end up dead. Um, I, I, I would like to see him go away. 
I like. I mean, look at on IMDb, he's only credited for three episodes. So you know, uh, I think he's gonna get on up out of here. I don't know who hand he's gonna die at. It would be nice if he dies at Haley's hand, but I think Haley's gonna have some help. She's made some new friends now, so you know they kind of look after each other. That's one thing I do like about the characters at the Pink. You know, they kind of look after each other. They're their own broken, dysfunctional I, family. Going back with what you're saying now, and I think you know, like I said, I think he's gonna he's gonna end up being killed. And I don't want to mention it in this episode, obvious, but like you said, we watched episode six, and um, I haven't watched episode seven yet, but I've definitely watched episode six. I think I got a hunch based on episode six, who's going to kill him or who's going to assist in what's going on. And you're, basically, you're on to something there, but watch episode seven because there's another, I feel like there's another character that's going to die too on the season finale. I don't think that it's just going to be Autumn's old man. I think there's going to be another character that dies on episode eight too. So I think there's going to be two deaths at the pink on episode eight. So you just got to watch seven and then we'll talk offline. I need to watch. I need to episode watch. Episode seven, seven is what just came on. What are you talking about? I, I you wait for episode seven, seven last week. Yeah, I'm going to get that tonight. Oh, stars? That was episode wait. six. Legacy? No, sir. I thought that was no, episode sir. six. Episode seven, last call for alcohol. What are you talking about? Y'all boys behind. <laughs> oh, shit. I definitely got to go turn it on then. DJ, I <laughs> sent you episode seven oh, last week, bro. What shit. are you talking about? <laughs> it's the episode I sent you. Nah, that was uh, six That's is legacy. Seven. I could have sworn that was six. Right. Six, is six is legacy. Yeah. 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 You got to get caught so up. So it's episode seven on stars oh, right shit. now? Shit. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, wait, wait. So, okay. We're. We... <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. These boys is a trip. Uh, thank y'all for the- listening to our podcast. We really appreciate all of you. Um, you can follow us on social media at TSF Entertainment. You can uh, follow me at Retro CG. You can you follow, follow me, me on Jordan's. Instagram, Juggernaut underscore up underscore souls. Make sure y'all look out for the Soul Firm on Facebook. So firm on Instagram, and we also have a sister group called Den of Souls. Check us out. We are big sneaker enthusiasts. We out of here, y'all. So let's 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 close the episode out. Let's give a little shout out to uh our other hosts that uh, weren't able to join us tonight. So you got really BTV. You can find her on YouTube at really BTV. You got Paris the Boss, you got uh Fresh Your Highness. Man, the, the soul firm is so much more than just sneakers, y'all. We we we're exactly. out here. Exactly, facts. We worldwide, facts. We national. I mean, we out here, uh, and it's just so many. It's too many to name, yo. It's it's just too too many to name. But thank everyone that rock with us and support us, and look forward to seeing and hearing more from the TSF brand. We out later. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.